0: The following podcast is a Life Dom production. Hi, I'm Dee Fretwell. I'm an overachieving woman in the world of business, living my hashtag best life. I'm also the founder of the Life Dom. And if you follow me on Instagram, you are clear that I am no fluff and buff bunny. We talk raw dog business, the wackiness of that human condition, and how we can be our best selves and try to live our truth without screwing each other up. No muss, no fuss. Listen up and call in, and the Life Dom podcast here will figure it all out or not. Hello, friends. It's another Life Dom podcast here with D. Fretwell. That's me. I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about this whole Spotify or die thing. Let me tell you what, I am about freaking had it with this. It's so ridiculous to me that everybody's pissed off about Joe Rogan. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not some big Joe Rogan fan. I'm not somebody who is so excited to figure out exactly what he's going to share or not share, form not form in my head. That's perfectly fine. But this whole Spotify or die thing, is a little bit out of control. And I was reading one of my music pundit friends that I love dearly, dear friend, I think he does a wonderful job. He has been an an incredible advocate out in the world for various types of underrepresented uh, groups of musicians, uh, populations of musicians that really needed that voice and that advocacy, especially coming from a white uh, person who identifies as male. Very cool. And then I saw this post that he shared by another uh, uh, media pundit in the world of music, and I don't need to name them. I just feel like it was utter bullshit. And, And it wasn't that she doesn't have a place to share her information. It's that her information was shared repeatedly. And listen... We all have rights to our own opinions, and I certainly have mine that I'm going to share on my platform. But please don't misinform people when it comes to economics, when it comes to exactly what could be happening here. And what's really happening is a matter of opinion, a matter of perspective and a matter of actual capitalism and this ability to just be pissed off about how the system works. I don't like it. I'm not saying what's happening is right. I'm saying sharing this and then trying to say something. (sighs) I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. All I'm saying is fucking stop it, right? If we need something different, we're all making choices. We're all wearing the right size underwear. Nobody's in diapers. Let's pull it together and take accountability for choices that we have made. Okay, and this goes a long time ago. Let me just recap for you. People are pissed. Well, actually, they're not even that pissed anymore. And I waited till it died off just so I could really try to figure out and collect my thoughts. But the reality is, is that people are pissed. They were pissed off at Spotify for a couple reasons. Number one, Joe Rogan is a Spotify podcast. They bought the podcast, and so they pay him handsomely, one hundred million dollars or better, and that's a lot of money. This is a lot of money, and it's not meant to be taken lightly. The reason it can be really upsetting is if you happen to be one of those musicians who have been crawling on your hands and knees uphill both ways through the mud, the dirt, the snow, just to try to get listens so that you can be competitive in a very saturated marketplace. And then you end up with a paycheck of $30 after hundreds of thousands of streams and listens. So it stings. It really stinks. It doesn't even sting. It's like ripping a hole into someone's heart when they see someone like Joe Rogan, who's really an entertainer, right? This is a guy whose opinion and his uh, approach to life was based on comedy. It's been turned into more of a broader entertainer who's got that kind of raw dog attitude about how he shares his opinions around the world about what's happening in the world. And that's his prerogative. Joe Rogan has his own prerogative and his own choice and has a beautiful fucking paycheck for it. So yeah, fuck you, Joe Rogan. You suck. You get paid a hundred million dollars for some shitty, shitty piece of information that really normally probably has not too much in the way of substance. And I'm not giving him a lot of credit here, but I'm also owning that. I don't really listen to him. I don't really care. But I think what was really pissing people off is if you set that aside for one second, it was this ability to tie him, some of the mission behind what he has said, some of his guests to this whole mask, no mask, COVID, is it real, is it not type stuff, right? This is the same fucking thing everybody has been fighting about for two years. And if you've met me, you know, I'm pro mask. I've got every shot you could have. I'm fucking collecting them like shot glasses. And that's just me. And that's my choice. And they have their choices too. to each their own. It's not fucking great. It's not a good situation. We have herd immunity to worry about. And the people who aren't able to protect themselves for various medical reasoning. I understand that it sucks. It sucks. He's got a huge platform. People listen. Maybe they said things that that were not in alignment with how you maybe how I feel. And yet it's not our fucking problem. So we go back to the money thing. Okay, fuck you and all of the misinformation that may or may not be being spread. It's fine. We don't all have to agree, people. That's the bottom line. But when you think about how Spotify started, it was a streaming platform for the everybody, for the every average person. Totally fine completely fine and they built this platform on the backs of artists who worked their asses off to develop compelling interesting unique products most people did everybody tries to everybody wants to do really beautifully with their art and I and I firmly do believe that I know some people are copycats or whatever and even they are working their asses off harder than a lot of us okay so just picture it here's this platform that has grown so greatly And they're not paying fucking anything. It's like a third of a penny, a penny. Like when's the last time? I think I was like five, maybe five years old, like still trying to figure out how to spell Equinox when I could use a penny to buy a piece of candy. And even it wasn't a penny candy it was probably like five of them to get a piece of hard candy that sucked. My point is they don't pay for shit. And it sucks. And then you work your tail off. You're one of the millions of musicians on there who ends up not getting shit. And then someone like Joe Rogan, in your face, crass, massive following comes in. Then he's being paid beautifully to talk shit, sometimes, possibly not even truth. So it stings, okay? So people are pissed. They're like, fuck this guy, he's got all these issues. This sucks, we're not getting paid shit. Fuck Spotify, let's get out of here. And that's fine. Everybody has the right to stay. They have the right to leave. And then I saw this post from this uh, music pundit. Okay, and it kind of leads with this. People aren't probably going to like what I have to say, but that's okay. And what they say is Spotify and streaming are not the problem. Too much music is. And I was like, hold on, back it up. Are you what? Spotify and streaming are not the problem. That's not that right. Okay, we'll fix that sentence later. Too much music is. Um, no. What the fuck are you even trying to say? So what they're trying to say is the real issue, the music market is oversaturated. There's just too many fucking musicians. And because of that, there's no economic value. This is a supply and demand issue. And I was like, (sighs) Uh, sorry, it's a supply and demand issue. Okay. We'll get to supply and demand in a second, but I just want to just jump down the line a little bit more because it was kind of fascinating to say Simple truth is that the market cannot supply every good musician with a full time living, making music. Okay. I can accept that. I can accept that. But then what they do say is there's a low bar. There's so many easy ways to make music that there's just simply it's impossible to even fucking compete anymore. The low bar is not creating a very strong influx of musical geniuses, but we do have a lot of pretty decent people. This is what this writer is saying. Not so bad. Problem is there's too many fucking musicians. That's the real issue. This isn't a Spotify issue. This is a too many musicians issue. And so I want to just pause and I want to say. What the fuck is going on here? Since when does Spotify get let off the hook for paying out fairly? Here's what I know they have millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of listeners, subscribers, okay? They've got well over 75 million people who use Spotify, so users, okay? Well over 75 million. Can we just start there? 20 million of them. So roughly just under a third of those users are paying somewhere between five and ten dollars a month. Ten bucks is kind of the standard premium charge. If you're a student or something, maybe you pay five or six bucks. But let's just pretend like it's ten just to keep my pathetic chain of uh, stream of consciousness going. Okay, that means you're paying approximately 120 bucks a year, maybe you catch on to one of those deals where they only charge you 100 bucks, but we're just gonna roll this like baseline uh, shoot from the hip calculation. If it's 120 bucks a year, no matter who the fuck you're listening to, that's what you pay. That equates to eh, approximately $2.4 billion in sales, okay? $2.4 billion a year Spotify is collecting. Now we'll back it up. We know Spotify has some costs, right? We know that they pay right around 70% of their sales to all the like stakeholders, if you will. So that's like the labels, the publishers, the distributors, you know, folks like that. And so you think, all right, all right. So 70% of their money gets going. That does, That's a lot. Okay. Okay. Right to the holders, the rights holders. So, okay, no problem. So... What does that mean? It means that $1.6 billion, it's almost $1.7 billion, goes straight out to all these folks. The very last person to get any money at the very, very end is the artist. And if you think about that, that leaves $720 million to distribute. 720 million, but here's the fucked up shit. You guys, here's the fucked up shit. They've got all of these different cool little contracts going. So if you're listening to mm, Taylor Swift, T Swifty. Okay. Let's say that T Swifty has 5% of all of the streams coming in. That's what there. She's propagate All of her music takes up 5% of all of those streams happening all year long. Then 5% of the money is going to her. Okay, it's going to her. That's kind of fucked up. It's not like you might not be listening to T. Swifty, and yet some of your money you're paying each and every month goes to her. So it's really unfair, right? And it's not like you get to say, I'm going to listen to Caleb Clotter, one of my favorite people. I'm going to listen to Caleb Clotter over and over and over so I can make that boy some money. That's not really how it works. It's all about velocity, okay? It's all about velocity, but here's where I'm going back to that initial part of it being too much music. That's fucking bullshit because no matter what, Spotify only pays if you've been played. And it's not like if we cut the amount of music in half on what was being published, you're suddenly going to discover it. That's stupid too. We are long, long past that being any sort of a reasonable argument. Okay, back to Napster. You remember Napster, right? When we were all kind of secretly, delightfully stealing money or music. Well, yeah, and money from the musicians. But we didn't really know better. We kind of thought it was going to be bad. And now look at where we are. Don't tell people they should stop being creative because they're fucking up the flow for poor Spotify. Nobody's asking Spotify to pay every fucking musician fair wages, whether they get streamed or not. What we're trying to say is one third of one penny does not a payout make not when you're charging 20 million people, 10 bucks, whether they stream anybody or nobody, 10 bucks a month, wholeheartedly, whether you listen to the same artist over and over, or you listen to a thousand artists. Okay. And then can we not just open it up to a bigger conversation? Hey, Apple, you're only paying like almost a penny. YouTube even less than Spotify, 0.002. Pandora the worst. They pay 0.001. That's like one-tenth of a penny. So if you take a penny and you cut it into 10 pieces and take the silliest little slice out there, woohoo! not that fucking exciting, okay? How many streams do you think it takes? Tell me this. How many streams do you think it takes to earn, say, $1,000? For Pandora, it's three quarters of a million streams. Three quarters of a million. Spotify is actually only like what? Third worst? One, two, three, fourth worst at 229,000 streams. Okay. So if you want to make, I don't know, 4,000 bucks a month, then you're going to need like so many streams. It hurts like so many streams. It hurts. And that's just to make, say, 50 grand a year. okay? so no, it's not about how many fucking musicians are there because they're not diluting access. They're not causing anybody to not fucking listen. That's not how that works. It's just not how that works. And supply and demand does not fucking apply here. There is no point of equilibrium when the markets are not perfect. If you don't have a perfect market, it's not going to work. okay? we've got marginal costs. We've got marginal utility, but we have vendors and suppliers who are not in alignment and when they're not in alignment then you have issues with both short runs and long runs okay that is not gonna this is not a question of supply and demand so i'm just gonna throw that away because that's just fucking garbage it's it's jargon it doesn't apply that is not true the price for the buyer remains the same The buyer has no market power. They don't get to influence price. Does that make sense to you? You don't get to influence now. okay, you don't get to influence Spotify unless Spotify said, "Okay, suckers, kind of like what's happening to Amazon Prime right now. And I'm a total victim of this and but willing if if all of a sudden Spotify says, you know what I'm going to do, I'm going to flip that shit on its head. And I'm going to turn around and say, fuck you. I'm now going to charge you $39.95. Now, all of a sudden, they're outside of that range of the common marketplace. Okay. As imperfect as it is, it is. There's still a range there. So they flip it on its head and they say, fuck it. Now you're faced with this potential price increase. Do you think people are going to stick around? Well, they're probably not. And all of a sudden, you've got a voice. You can now vote to bring that back down because if everybody leaves, you've suddenly got market power because you go back to what is a much more reasonable price within the marketplace. Now you're doing a supply and demand thing with Spotify. It still has nothing to fucking do with the musicians. Those are just attributes of the actual service. Okay. Okay. I'm on a fucking tangent on this. I am sorry. You can just ignore me if you want. Well, you probably do, but I don't, I do get it. I do get that there's a lot of music out there. I do understand that. But I also think, you know what? One third of a fucking penny. That's okay. It's actually within like pretty fucking reasonable amounts for how much people pay. I mean, they're not the worst. They're not the worst. They're being beaten by some folks, but they're also beating some other folks. So they're right there in the middle. Okay, they're not out of the ordinary. Are they streaming some assholes? Sure. Who cares? You're friends with assholes. Don't tell me you don't have a few folks you wish would just shut the fuck up and maybe change their ways. Okay, stop it. Stop it. As listeners and as artists, we choose to work with them. What the problem really is, is a shitty fucking attitude. We're hoping that if we build it, they will come and how dare anybody else jump into our field. I am the most unique. And if you play anything like me, I'm going to publicly applause you. I'm going to support you, but I'm also gonna curse you because you're fucking making it harder on me. This is a really hard place. We all have to just agree. This is a really hard market. Do I have advice for new artists or existing artists who've been working their asses off for 20 years? I kinda don't. I don't know what the answer is because everybody can gain music access all over the place. It's just as fucking hard to find a new TV show we want to watch as trying to find some new music that not everybody's already beat to death. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but what I can say is get out there, shake hands with your customers, give them the love, give them the appreciation, make music that they want to hear, sing from your heart and stop this fucking chant about Spotify or die. Okay. It's okay to not participate with them. But it's probably not going to be in your best interest to bail out of one of the easiest ways for those who have internet and accessibility to hear your music when they can't come to a show. Without it, you would have died, okay? So be cool. Calm the fuck down. Go meet your listeners. Put on a show. Say hey. And be a good person, okay? You've listened to another Life Dom podcast. I apologize for everything I said. You're the best. Have a great day.